I'm Mike. I'm Italian, but if you think that defines me, you can forget about it. And I'm Justin. And I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to have a relationship that'll just keep on going on and on for years and years. And we're going to keep on texting each other drunk every every six months and going, what are we doing with ourselves? Why am I doing this? Who is this person to me? I don't know you. And I did not come here to make friends. And this is Shit My, my girlfriend, girlfriend Makes Me Watch. And welcome back to another episode of Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. I'm Mike Coscarelli. I'm Justin Perez. And we are your only podcast where you can hear two men, roughly 30 years old, talking about all things reality TV uh, as we sit next to our girlfriends on the couch and watch these female shows and movies and torturous, torturous (laughs) programs. Uh, Just so if you're keeping track at home, tonight is Lex Night. We're at my place. Uh, Lex is in the other room. Um, We're deep in the dirtiest, most Irish part of Queens. (laughs) It is the most Irish. Yeah, it is the most Irish. There's no question. But it's like the real Irish here. It's not like it's not like a guy who's like, oh, my name is uh, Tommy. uh, uh, and it's like he's half Irish, half Italian, and, but he's really just embraced the Italian side because his nose is big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like these are people who are from Ireland. Yeah, and talk with an accent, and they all they all bartend. They well, yeah, and for scope, if you guys want, so there's the there's a bar that uh, just opened in this neighborhood called Beer Keeper. Oh, um, I saw it. It looks very cool and hip, right? Hip. It looks like a hipster. Yeah, Beer Keeper looks it. Uh, Beer Keeper looks like it was like the first bar that was going to come in here and gentrify my neighborhood yeah um and then lex and i went in there one afternoon because we were bored what day of the week is this thursday maybe thursday afternoon wednesday it was like three o'clock in the afternoon neither of us had anything to do so we go into this beer keeper place that looks very hip thinking like Uh oh you know whatever we'll have lunch you know sure and it's just some old irish man that owns the place and there's nobody in there. Uh, and he has a thick Irish accent. He's like, oh, hey, what? we're just opening. What would you, what do you have? And we go in there and we're like, we're, we're looking. Do you guys have food? He's like, yeah, we got a very small menu. And he gave us the menu and it's like, like on half a piece of paper. And the only thing they had for lunch were sandwiches. Uh-huh. But the only sandwiches they had were ham or turkey. <laughs> And there was so they no. Just, so the <laughs> outside, liter- I, I'll describe it to you. It's all black on the outside. It looks and it has like a clever font where it yeah. says "beer keeper." So from the yeah. outside to to me and Mike's uh, 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 Warby Parkered faced glasses, yes, it looks. Our hip. eyes were like, oh, this is our beacon. This is our our bat symbol. Yes, exactly. Yes, I will pay twelve dollars for a mozzarella and tomato with pesto. Yeah, on a baguette, something delicious. Yeah, arugula. <laughs> I will pay twelve dollars happily for some that. Some sort of like reduction on the sandwich. Sir, do you have eight dollar beers here? Because I will gladly pay. <laughs> and then you walk in there. He literally he has a panini press, <laughs> and he made us he made in front us of you. He, ham sandwiches <laughs> with slices of American cheese. 
literally what we could have made from the like the like gone to the Seven grocery steps store away Dude, you could have made it in your own house it was a ama- we paid 14 dollars for two fucking sandwiches two it's almost sandwich. like he didn't even know what to charge us because he was like ah nobody's ever ordered the ham sandwich before uh, uh, 14 dollars <laughs> yeah he's like uh seven dollars for the sandwich sounds fine yeah it was weird, man. But it, those, are, and just, that's just a, a tip of the hat to the Irish cuisine, which is nothing. <laughs> it's just something you can shovel into your fucking snout. Can I say, in his defense, it was the Thursday at three o'clock in Woodside, Queens. And it's not his fault that people I are working. Most bars don't pack up until a little after five, a little after seven. Yeah, and like I said, I it it, it isn't his fault that Lex and I just assumed that we could get a sandwich there. <laughs> Uh, for whatever reason, we just walked in there like like this place has to have food, and then they kind of don't, and yeah. we just ordered food anyway. <laughs> I think he you was know? like quickly texting his friend like, "Hey, me, hey, McGillicuddy, <laughs> pick up some ham sandwiches. <laughs> we we got two more dummies thinking this is a cool place. <laughs> Go ahead, pick a job, boy. <laughs> Dumb millennials. Yeah, and then like, looking for ham sandwiches again. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see the door open, but you didn't see anybody come in because it's a small Irish settler just yeah. coming with the ham sandwich. Sandwich in its mouth. A little leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Follow the rainbow <laughs> to the turkey sandwich. Uh, yeah, it's a nightmare. Uh, they fooled you. Yeah, so you live in the deepest heart. You either live in the, like, this is a, a true New York City uh, a neighborhood. So it's either deeply Irish or deeply Hispanic. Yeah, and there's Indian. no middle ground. Like there's, you are the middle ground. To this neighborhood really it's mostly Irish, but mm. there's a there's an element of the melting pot here because there's we're also across the street from Chinese laundry mm. and a Mexican restaurant that is pretty authentic. Um, hey grandpa, is your is your ringer on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lex just texted me saying, Is Miss Doubtfire in the living room talking about a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> What a reference. I'm, she wasn't even born when that movie came out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's like me referencing MASH or something. Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, so this is uh, Queens. It stinks. Uh, and speaking of Queens, well, let's not get into this yet, but we're, we're going to we'll give you a little tease and let you know that one of the main things that we're going to talk about, uh, Tommy from uh, Shaws of Sunset proposes a, uh, a question that I think is worth talking about uh, between two guys mm-hmm. to MJ about not wearing his wedding ring. And we're going to get into that and we're going to talk about the importance of wearing a wedding ring. Is it lame? Should we do it? Do guys even really wear them anymore? Um, we'll get into that. But we wanted to fill you in on the rest of the week and catch you up. Um, for one, Justin and I played in a basketball tournament this weekend. It was a comedian's... Own, it's comedians and comedians adjacent basketball tournament. Yeah. And uh, it was very fun, and there was because it's a bunch of comedians. They had a live draft at a bar. Yeah, and it was uh, I drafted somebody who, in hindsight, may be retarded. <laughs> yeah, Maybe Gus. Uh, He's a nice kid. Nice kid. Your uh, first. Well, you had the first overall pick, and you chose a man who was about oh, six eight. I chose two hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah, he played D one basketball at in Princeton. Princeton. Yeah, Noah Savage. Yeah, and he was great. He Very was great. Good comedian too. You should go check out Noah Savage. He uh, was he was really good. He was good, and he carried our team through the first two rounds of the uh, basketball tournament that surely none of you sixteen care about, teams <laughs> four on four. Uh, it was at Bushwick Park, which is on Knickerbocker and Putnam. In a deeply Hispanic neighborhood. Uh, and let me tell you, they didn't like that we were there. Well, because imagine you're going to play basketball with like a bunch of your friends. You're 60. 
because most of the kids who were showing to play up were like, you know, somewhere between 14 and 18 years old, uh, either black or Hispanic. Yeah. And then they show up and it's like an Aryan Charlottesville basketball It's a lot tournament. of white people. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was a lot was of most, white people. Like people had like joke jerseys on. People had like uh, faces of like the other people on their jerseys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. At one point there was a con- Contingent of of comedians just in Indiana Pacers jerseys from the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's four different people. Uh, it just was like I imagine you walked into your your neighborhood park to play basketball with your friends. Yes, and you just saw the whitest people you've ever seen. And many of the young African American youth uh, told us that they were going to take the ball and kick it over the fence <laughs> because it's their neighborhood. Yes, <laughs> and, and they can they play there all the time, and they can just kick the ball over the fence if they felt like it, bro. It's true. <laughs> Wait, that really happened? Oh yeah, that happened when we were playing. So guys, we lost in the um, in, in the semifinals. In the semifinals, so we made it pretty far. Final four. Thank God we had Noah Savage. Yeah. Um, Thank God we had Hulk. But yeah, Justin, you were in the game, and I was waiting to get subbed in. And uh, is this the last game? The last game we we're playing, and some some he's probably like seventeen years old. Seventeen year old black kid was like, uh, at first he asked. Someone hit a shot, and he goes, "Yo, was that a two? Like, meaning, was that a two pointer?" Yeah. And we were like, "Uh, no, I think it was like a one. Whatever. Like, it was related to the game, though." And then, five minutes later, he just like threw a tantrum and was like, "Yo, I play here all the time. This is my neighborhood, bro. Like, I I could nothing stop me from like taking that ball and kicking it over the fence, bro." And then he just like walked away, like walked <laughs> through the court, and we're all looking at each other like, "What? Did we didn't start it? Did we say something?" I mean, what a ballsy move because th- there must have been, I don't know, 75 people there that if you were Easily. to take the ball, there's 75 people furious at you, but yeah. you have enough confidence to be like, they're not going to do shit. Yeah, I guess. Um, well, it's weird too because during that whole thing, I just saw a bunch of like people from the neighborhood coming up and like videotaping us <laughs> like with their phones. Just the most saying, out of like, shape people yeah. just like uh, well, traveling and doing like a, a fadeaway one pointer. It was very, it was, it was very much, you know, they were taking videos of, of people infiltrating their neighborhood. And yeah. saying like saying like well, you know this is this is our park where are all these why are all these white people here <laughs> you've heard of the and one mixtape now get ready for the and fun mixtape <laughs> we're fun so we did that and then of course uh, ladies football is back uh, Thursday night watched the Eagles and the uh, and the Falcons play uh, that consumed me once I got home then Saturday we played in the game and then Sunday and Monday. Sunday, the I didn't move out of here. I, I watched football from probably like eleven thirty in the morning when like the pregame show started until the end of that Packers and Bears game. And here's my fear: the reason I bring up like football, because I, I know most of well, our well, it's audience, the last like three years of football, so you might as well enjoy it. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. Before they they start <laughs> playing in, I, if they go, do you think they ever go back to no helmets? Flag. Flag, flag yeah, right. They're gonna have to like stop these <laughs> two guys from killing two hand each touch. other. Um, I feel like that was an episode of shit my boyfriend makes me watch for Lexi. <laughs> she just was like, it was. She fell fuming, asleep on the couch, fuming on the couch, playing on her phone. Yeah, and just like, why are you? And, and I'm not a football fan anymore. I'm done with football. Are you really done with football? I'm, I'm done with We've that. Been, I've invited you to come watch. No, we I'm got out. the NFL Sunday ticket here. I'm out. You really don't want to watch football? No. Why? I'm out. Thank you, Lexi. Shut up, Lex. It's boring. Because <laughs> it's boring. It's, it's not boring. It's stop and go. It's stop and go. Exactly. I know it's stop and go. But it's, it's seven seconds of action. Exactly. 
and like Terry Bradshaw talking for three three minutes, then seven seconds of action. It's like having sex with me. Terry Bradshaw talking for for three minutes and then stop and go. But the one fun thing about football is that there is a lot of stop and go action. And uh-huh. The only time that CTE is worth it and fun <laughs> is when all the color guys and the the commentators on. Can you the not NFL, call them color guys, please? That, you, oh my god, you're making me sound <laughs> racist now because these girls that are listening to the show probably don't know what a color guy is. Yes, a black guy. No, Michael. God damn it, Tony Romo is a color guy. Ladies. Oh, the Mexican. The, <laughs> is he Mexican? Yes. Tony Romo's Mexican. Yes. yes. Lex. You don't know? Why? Is he too attractive and tall to be Mexican, you son of a bitch? Uh, <laughs> he's Mexican, Michael. I, I'll i just end the mystery for you. He's Mexican. Okay. Well, that's fair. Uh, but the reason that I brought up football is because uh, Lex was asking me before we started the show what we were going to talk about today because, A, it's sort of a slow season for these shows. There's mm-hmm. not a ton on. You know, Shaws of Sunset is on, which we've been watching. Oh, you're giving me the finger? Why? Yeah. asked you what you were covering this week was because you have not watched any of the shows that like I've been watching. I'm caught up on so Shaws this, of Sunset. Okay, but Real Housewives of Orange County. But that we're not going to start watching. Okay, no, that's fine. They just started a couple weeks ago. Like you could have totally done it. Well, we did. Real Hold Housewives on. of Dallas. But is anybody watching Real Housewives of Dallas? I am. And I'm your girlfriend. Okay, but nobody else is watching. Nobody, not one person has messaged us and been like you guys have to watch real housewives okay of well what are people what do the people want i mean the, we, the handmaid's yeah, full, tale full dark was a disaster i'm trying to catch up on handmaid's tale i've watched episode one <laughs> okay i finished it in a week <laughs> i don't but this is my point i don't have t- i don't really have the time to like with with football and like now basketball season's <laughs> okay, about no, no, to start. No, 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 you can't say with football. Football just started this past weekend. But I'm this s- podcast I- has been going on for like six weeks, five weeks. Yeah, hold on. I, all right. So in an ideal world, what would Mike watch? Because I'm more interested in what you want him to watch than what he wants to watch. Because he wants to watch like the spiciest thing of reality TV, and I think you want him to get in the deep cuts, and that and I like that. I'm, well, when okay. Real Housewives of New York just ended, but this was a great season. There was so much going on, and I feel like you... We talked about it. Yes, but you didn't watch it consistently. Like, you took sides based off of who you like, but you didn't actually see... Bethany acting like a maniac all season. He doesn't. He doesn't want to see Bethany acting like a maniac. I know, but that I am like the biggest Bethany stan, and this season she was just a complete baby. Wow. This is devastating. Mike is dying to get back the microphone and I'm just stalling so he doesn't have to get it back. I was just thinking about my life and my week and (laughs) anything to not give this man back the microphone. I don't know. I don't think it's that hard because it's kind of broken up like Monday, Real Housewives of Orange County. Right. But hold on. But hold on. on. But New York is done. We did talk about the finale of New York with Alyssa Heimrich. Sure. Uh, At this point, I think part of the thing is that we're, we're starting to like try to reach out to guests and get people to come on possibly. I've talked and talk to talk about football. No, not talk about football. Talk well, about just like all of this stuff. Well, we're talking about it now cause we're slowly getting into here's, all right, here's how you do Lex's Lex is like legitimately critiquing like the, like the, the, the layout <laughs> okay. of the show. We're doing like a recap up top. Like you, you're, you're supposed to, 
Oh, okay, okay. Are you supposed to do? We're not I'm gonna sorry. we're not gonna talk about football for the whole episode. I don't listen to your podcast. I don't know how this works. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> I uh, listened to like the first ones. Did you like them so far? Um, I stopped after the Shaw's one because you were like. So you didn't listen to the one with Selena, and you didn't listen to the one with Alyssa. No, but I want to listen to the one with Alyssa because I love Alyssa, but I just haven't made the time. Okay, well. Um, Tomorrow. So all right, so here's the thing. What do you actually want to be on microphone? No, it's fine. You just took the microphone. <laughs> it's, I gave it to her. I gave it to her. Why don't you actually sit in? No, it's okay. Sit in here. I'm get mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, let's finish our week and then we'll get back to her at the end. We'll give her a few minutes there. Uh, I I love the dynamic of this. Of what? Of me and Lex <laughs> arguing with each other? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean it's definitely. It's a staple. <laughs> it, wasn't an, it wasn't even like an argument. It was just her, a request from her to watch things consistently so you get the full picture and not just the picture you want to see of sweet Bethany <laughs> with her beautiful 70-year-old <laughs> body. Bethany Frankel. <laughs> Can you take the mic? You have to talk into a yeah. microphone. We'll talk later. We'll t- Let's finish the week. So, you, Mike, you watched football. A lot of football. Yeah. You saw the Jets win big. I did see the Jets win big. Nothing can stop the Jets from winning out the rest of the season. Except for the Jets. (laughs) It's going to be a big season. Uh, All right. Well, that's a pretty interesting week. Yeah. Uh, What happened with me? Uh, Same thing. Basketball tournament. Did not watch football. Uh, I... Oh, I saw the movie Eighth Grade today. Yes, you you brought you meant that yeah you mentioned that. I saw Eighth Grade. Eighth Grade was very good. Uh, I cried at a part I shouldn't have cried at. Mm. Uh, when she got touched? Uh, no, no, she she had like a moment of happiness in the in the movie. Oh, I could see that worth crying. And about. I was just so happy for her because she's, <laughs> you know, that she gets shit on that movie a lot. Yep. And uh, what else happened with me? I feel like. Uh, Oh man, I feel like there's something great that happened with me. Well, I guess that's not it. <laughs> Here's what like, we should do: we should say nothing until you remember it. <laughs> great, <laughs> just pure silence. That'll sound great on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, if you think of it, we'll go back to it. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing: so we have two, two. Uh, we have one kind of big story that came yeah, out. Yeah, let's tackle the stories. Uh, so Bachelor in Paradise wrapped up this week. Yeah. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, good riddance. Uh, Lex is pumping her fist too. Lex is um, I really do wish you had a microphone in your hand right now. Um, Lex said to me the other day, Lex, the person who got me into watching this show, you kind of did too, Justin. But like, well, the but, yeah, Lex is really the one that was that started like kind of giving me the push to watch it for the show. Mm-hmm. And um, Lex even said to me the other day. That they should just kill the whole franchise. They should kill The Bachelor. They should kill Bachelor in Paradise because it's just not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they're picking very safe and boring people mm-hmm. that are not really making good television. And it is a fair point, but the couple of people that are on the show and making good TV, uh, they can't seem to get out of their own way in a lot of cases. Uh, and that. I'm looking specifically at Jenna Cooper, who is a was a Bachelor uh, contestant. She was on Bachelor in Paradise, and the storyline was that she was going to get in, engaged and married to Jordan, yes. who is the out outrageous male model yes. that was on Bachelor in Paradise. So they have this kind of like 
uh, hot and cold romance in paradise. She gets there. She likes Jordan, but she's kind of fucking around a little bit too. And then yeah. eventually they end up together. That's what you were supposed to see in they the get of engaged. Paradise they get engaged, right? Engaged. They get engaged. Um, they spent six, I, I don't know, four weeks maybe in Mexico. Three, three weeks. It, it taped for three weeks. Yeah. It taped for three weeks. And this man proposed to a person he's only seen on TV and is known for three weeks. And it's funny. You asked me before because uh, uh, Chris also got engaged to um, another moron <laughs> to Crystal. Crystal, yeah. Chris and Crystal got together. Uh, Chris and Crystal got engaged. And you asked me this morning. If they morning, had a kid, it would be called Cr- Cr- Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me this morning if, uh, if, I, if I thought – if I – was surprised that Chris got engaged. Yes. And I maintain no because stupid people are emotional train wrecks. Yeah. Yeah, They're just emotional train wrecks that can't get themselves together. And he's one of the stupidest. He is one of the stupidest. And Uh, dumb white trash who just happened to, uh, be on this island, probably get caught up in the moment of the cameras and being in Mexico. I keep saying an island. They're in Mexico. Just the island of in, Mexico. Yeah, right. Just being in Mexico with these, with uh, you know, these women and everything, ha- kind of having this moment. Uh, and I think he wept on like, like the reunion too. He wept. Yeah, he wept talking about it. And I cannot, my, I, I can't imagine a scenario where I'm engaged to somebody and I'm weeping. On live TV, just talking about it. It's tough, yeah. <laughs> it's, Especially knowing that person for three weeks. Yeah, I, I mean, granted, it's been some time since they taped. It's probably been a few months at this point, right? But it's still like, really? Yeah, <laughs> you're weeping about this. Yeah. So you've got these people that I think are just extremely impressionable. Uh, a, they kind of want to try to prolong this weird, you know, I guess social media career, mm-hmm. uh, social media fame, sure, for as long as possible. Amen. And just be kind of Hashtag like a, me too. Because listen, <laughs> in in two years or another year from now, nobody is going to remember gonna me and you. Chris from yeah. the Bachelor, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we're fucked, Justin. <laughs> but nobody's going to care about these guys. Uh-huh. Uh And that is sort of where we pick up with Jenna. Because Jenna, like we said, was supposed to get engaged to Jordan, and that's what the storyline was being pushed on TV. Was you know, the and last an amazing thing happened. Reality Steve was fucking contacted <laughs> through an anonymous email, and what happened? This man reached out to him and said, "Hey, I have some news. Jenna's a master manipulator, and she's manipulating my heart. Not only is she dating and engaged to Jordan, but she's dating." And fucking me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're in business together. And you know, reality, Steve does have the journalistic standards of the New York Times. So he <laughs> says, I require proof. So he gave proof in screenshots of Jenna Cooper. And uh, Jenna Cooper's name is Jenna Cooper on his phone with yes. a heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we have some text. We're going to reenact some text for you right now. Yes. Hi, I'm Mike Coscarelli. I'll be reading for the part of Jenna Cooper. Hi, I'm Justin Perez. I'll be reading for the part of Anonymous Mail. Okay, all right. So this is um, <clears throat> Anon Mail. Anon Mail, yeah. <laughs> and we begin the scene. Text message, 11.18 a.m. Jenna Cooper with a heart. Good morning, princess. Good morning, beautiful. How's my girl doing this morning? Amazing. My heart is melting thinking about hanging out with my girls again. I'm so excited. But I'll admit, I am even more excited to see you later tonight. Guess I'm the only one who's excited and you don't love me anymore. Because uh, minutes had passed. 
emoji of crying. Yeah, crying face emoji. Nine times. No, 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 no. Of course, I'm excited and still do. Sorry, had a work call and just super busy. I'll make it up to you. And then it's the winky, but with done with a semicolon and yeah. a comma. You're always saying that. You're always so busy, but you do always make it up to me. Then there's a little bit cut off. Tonight, I'm going to take all your stress away. I can't wait to put you in my mouth. <laughs> it, it's going to get real kinky. I might bring a belt and whips and kick your ass. Maybe I'll dress up and dress you up, too. You better watch out. I'm coming for you. Oh, my. LOL. I guess I wouldn't mind that too much. Emoji. Love you. Love you the most. Emoji. And heart face eye emoji. Hey, I have a business question. Can I call you in a bit to ask? Sure, baby. In about an hour after my meeting. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Heart emoji. And then we go down to another one. This is the text that Jenna Cooper sent directly after the airing, the final episode of Bachelor in Paradise, where she got engaged. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, handsome. I wanted to say sorry. Don't be mad at me or do anything crazy. I know you're upset about this week's episodes, but I told you yesterday and I keep telling you that this is all for my business. You know how much I need the money. Me and Jordan aren't together for real. I don't even like him, let alone love him. I'm better than him. And once I'm able to break it off for good and make up some story to make him look bad, if it'll make you feel better. He means nothing to me and never has. None of the none of the other guys I go out with mean anything. All for work and networking. You're the only one I need in my life. The only guy who interests me. I need you to love me and I'll always be there. I'm going to call you. You still love me? And that's it. That. <laughs> and silence MC. from the guy. The guy just did not <laughs> respond. So basically, there's a whole lot to unpack here. Um, most importantly, uh, Jenna and Jordan, rest in peace. R.I.P. A love that we thought would last forever. Unfortunately, yeah, if uh, those two kids can't make it, uh, I think we're fine. Yeah. Um, so, but here's the thing. Uh, first off, great, great woman impression. If thanks, man. Incredible. I'm a, I was a classically you, trained actor. Really? Yeah. I trained in uh, sounding like a woman at the uh, tish, at the Mrs. Tish Doubtf- <laughs> the Mrs. Doubtfire School of uh, yeah. <laughs> hack jobs of impersonating yeah. women. Yeah, 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 great job. Uh, so here's here's the thing. So I think first off, there's a chance uh, that she may potentially be sued because if she 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 probably ruined the contract of she did keeping the illusion up of this is real. And you cannot say this relationship is not real. Now, here's the thing, okay? There is, uh, if you direct your attention to the Bachelor podcast, you can hear Kay Brown and uh, Derek Peth talking about this at the beginning of the episode. Uh, as the producer of that show, uh, I sort of have a bit of an inside track on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out, well, Derek seemed to have the opinion that there is a chance that this could have been photoshopped because sure. of the way it's kind of like put. You know, maybe somebody has her number. You can kind of say whatever. It, it's possible. I can take your phone and then change your name yes. to Jenna Cooper with a heart, right? And then I could write just a, say whatever. Just give me your phone for a second, Mike, and just write an incredible back and forth. It's right. possible, and it's not necessarily proof that that's like. But again, but a Steve, but but according to reality, Steve. 
he revealed the number to Reality Steve, and then that was confirmed through Reality Steve's many sources. The many sources. I trust Reality Steve when it comes to this. He's picked the winner years in a row. He's uh, as well connected. I, I I don't know how this guy has done this, mm-hmm. but he's just he's become the Adrian Wojnarowski of <laughs> of reality TV. He's, he's the Woj. He's of always dropping TV. up Woj bombs. He's always <laughs> killing it. It's really an absurd thing. To right. be this well connected, like he's calling out draft picks an hour before it happens. You know what hilarious, I mean? yeah. Uh, that's going to go over so many people's heads. But that's <laughs> Everyone, except, very funny to me. Except Noel Howell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but here's the thing. All right. So, uh, here's why I don't think that it is the case because I can tell you that, um, you know, uh, Jenna was supposed to come, on, you know, into Betches and do. Noel Halloway. I said Noel Howell. Yeah, you did. Noel- we 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 fucked up his name oh quite a bit. Oh my god. So He's a man. Jenna is supposed to come in and do the show with Kay and Derek last night uh, and just completely blew Kay off. Like didn't text her back. Didn't like no response saying like, hey, can't even I can't do the show because like we've got to deal with this PR. thing, Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Like there girl on no, girl ghosting. Wow. Right. This yeah. Is un- unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> usually we're the ones. Yeah. Usually that's, uh, that's our specialty. But. Yeah. So in in my opinion, uh, I that leads me to believe that like at least you're gonna at least talk to the people that you have direct contact in the media with to yes. just at least say like, hey, you know, hey, sorry, maybe we can do this another day when right. this blows over. Or or, okay, you know that this is photoshopped. You know, there's no way this is real. Let me come on the show. I'll fucking talk about it. Yeah, this sure. is a this is a nothing to talk about. Right, exactly. You or you get your chance to glaze it over. Like you sure. have direct contact. You have people that are trying to give you a platform. Yeah. where you can sort of distance yourself from this nonsense. Which which is why I think that it's legit. So she is absolutely. If this is legit, she is in breach of contract because they absolutely sign contracts that say that like you can't tell and you can't talk to anybody about bachelor the stuff. status of the relationship yes. you can't tell about the outcome of the of the relationship right you just have to shut the hell up for three months and then let it play out on tv and then you get money and you get the the, the going to clubs and making appearances right. you get and your $10, a lot of followers right. and you right. get mentions from other contestants right and you get fingered by chris harrison yeah. it's just <laughs> standard stuff in the contract right that's standard, what's in there standard contract stuff yeah as we look over to an ice cold <laughs> alexis gutierrez <laughs> didn't like the fingering joke um but uh yeah so she is absolutely in breach of contract which is why it, i think that is sort of like if you want to call it a scandal, I mean, that might be a bridge too far. But f- <laughs> what? Oh, the guy side? Uh, Jordan's? Yeah, like, Jordan. Well, you're assuming that jo- this is real. So if this is real, I do feel bad for Jordan because I actually think he's a naive person. And I think that he actually is devastated by this. And I think he's he's made to look like a fool. You know what I mean? And so do I, but I watched from the beginning and I, I feathered out. Is that the way? Is that a thing? Feathered out? Phased out? Figured out. Figured. watching. Oh, I see. I you phased know. out. I you made, phased it I out. Phased you phased out. it out. I made that up. Yes. Um. Anyway, I phased out, but from the beginning, he was all about her. Like he, even yes. when she was going on dates with other guys, he was still like, no, like she's the one for me. Like yeah. she's the one. He was obsessed with her. And I think it's, 
really easy for her to turn around and make something up to make him the bad guy because when he was on Becca's season, he was already kind of like the douche, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just really easy for like her to say, oh, well, I'm going to make up something about him and make him look bad. And yeah, I just feel bad for him. He's a sweetheart. <laughs> he's well, I don't think he's a sweetheart, but I do th feel bad because I think he was very much into her. And I mean, the things she allegedly said are very <laughs> are just harsh. Like yeah. no one wants to be said, oh, it's all a sham. I'm smarter than this person. And once I get uh, uh, my money, I'm out. What and an he idiot. He even said himself, like, I only want to propose one time. Yeah. So, I mean, how many people say that? But I think he was serious. So I just feel bad for him. Interesting. Interesting perspective. Yeah. Sympathy I mean, for the devil. Here's the thing. <laughs> and this just and this is going to be the broader point that I make about, like, really just not being able to trust what you, you see You don't have to call TV. a point that a woman makes a broader point. Why are you always doing this, Michael? Oh, my God. Do you hear those sirens? It's the hack police coming to arrest Justin. <laughs> oh, no, not again. Why are we so close to me? Ah, you never get me alive, coppers. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, th this is what I was gonna, really the point that I was going to make that, like, um, you know, the storyline that we get on TV is uh, Jordan and um, and Jenna are engaged and like whatever and i don't know that abc necessarily wants this but like for them for their careers you're trying to get a lot of mileage out of like people magazine and like whatever whoever else cares about this shit having intrigue and in whether you guys are still together or not and it's like you know how you know where are they now are they still together after like you know six months after paradise and like whatever that kind of keeps you relevant uh i think this is great for the franchise because i think she's gonna try to get back together with him i think he's so into her he may try to, he might but he on might what? accept it like on what what do you mean on what what's where are we gonna see that on instagram, on instagram all right but invite like, him back to bachelor in paradise who i mean there's no it, who cares it keeps the brand being talked about any press is good press, Michael. I guess First that's true. First rule of Fight Club. I think it's. I think it's actually bad for the brand, though. Why? I think that because I everyone think that knew this. This is not a surprise that it, it may be all bullshit. I think that if you're ABC, you have uh, an interest in trying to make it seem like these people are legitimately there to yeah. not be fucking Instagram stars. Yeah. And it seems like th what is that? You just gave me the the hands, Alexis. Like you're like. Everyone knows that. Yes. There's no secret that they're like they like as part of the promotion is everyone has to promote on Instagram on their personal Instagram because that's part of the contract. So to sort of it's disingenuous to say that they don't want people to be social media posts about this. I think if they want to keep going with the franchise, they should work something into their contracts where they cannot do any like ads, no promotion, no sugar bear hair, no fit tea, <laughs> like nothing. And then we'll see how many people actually want to show up and are really there for love. Like it's wow. just fake. If they the have a full thing. season of like, you can't make money off this. Yeah, you can. Oh, that would be great. I would, I would actually love to see every aspect of that because I mean, I, I think the people they're getting are mostly like well-off people. I don't think there's like poor people coming on the show making money. I think they have money 
No, you think they're poor people? I think if you can take off a few months to tape a show, that is not something a poor person would do. I think they, I, I think they must have some money. That's somewhere. exactly what a poor person would do. But Are it's you also kidding? What a, but it's also what like a. I have rich friends who like every rich people every, don't stay rich because they stop working. No, 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 no. no. Every eight months they get sad and they're like, I'm going to a yoga retreat in Bali because I'm just, I'm really out of touch with myself. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's your experience, bro. That's your journey, bro. <laughs> but uh, no, but Lex, like to, to what you were saying before about them not being able to do sugar bear hair and all this shit <laughs> doesn't, don't you think that like part of the reason why the show sucks now and like why you want them to kill the franchise is because it, it does seem so disingenuous. Doesn't that like, doesn't that make it so isn't my doesn't that like kind of prove my point correct then that like ABC has a vested interest in like trying to make it seem like the like these Jenna storylines like where Jenna's texting some other guy about whips and chains and how she's not engaged to Jordan doesn't even like him how that they would want to keep those things under wraps. Yes, I agree, but it's not a secret. Like, they're not fooling anyone. It's out there. Every single... Every fan of The Bachelor knows this. Yeah, this is You're new to The Bachelor, but I've known... I mean, this is well known that this is all, like, intertwined, and it's all, like, a promotional thing for everyone. And that's why I hate it. Yeah. I think they can just... I don't think they need to kill the franchise. I think they just have fat people, and it would be vastly... (laughs) No, I'm serious. Or, Or, like, just anybody that's not super attractive just like do unconventionally attractive people or do funny people or do interesting people do all black i like truly anything do old do old do young do 14 year old bachelors (laughs) i mean you you probably shouldn't have a uh a fantasy suite (laughs) but but uh but uh just do, do like anything that's not the same like demographic of like 20 23 year old to 34 year old men I think in the past, like the bachelor was like a prize. He was actually a bachelor. He had a great job. He came from a good family. Yeah. He was well educated. They like would get these very well rounded men. Yeah. And it was like he's a navy pilot. Yeah, he's a doctor. Exactly. And now it's just like he's a real estate agent and exactly. <laughs> he's a real estate agent I don't know, in uh, Arizona. He's getting a lot of flack for being like the bachelor and having nothing to offer, but I think he's a good guy. Um, <laughs> He like no, he runs his own charity. Yeah, he was in the NFL. I mean, he's a virgin, but that's fine. I don't know. You, you said three things that it, that makes me dislike him. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> a virgin who was in the NFL, but it wasn't good enough, and he runs a, a foundation after his unfamous that he name. Cannot stop mentioning. He's very boring. He's extremely boring. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess he's the fair. missionary sex of Bachelor. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he's like the lights are off missionary we're looking at each other but not making sound unfortunately he wouldn't know what that's like (laughs) (laughs) ironically he would have no idea what missionary sex is like that's right Um, uh well you know what more power to him i i want to be a a virgin that's true yeah uh all right so let's move on to our shahs of sunset the the big question uh salam 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 um so Shaws of Sunset came out, and the storyline they're pushing right now is uh, the MJ and Tommy wedding, uh, kind of everything leading up to that. So she uh, does this thing where it's like it's sort of like a a mix between like a 
bachelorette party and like a Memorial Day barbecue <laughs> like mixed together. <laughs> it's like hard to completely pinpoint. Say no more. Everyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> we all know the she, bachelorette Memorial Day party. She, <laughs> she does like a it's what is it called? The bachelorette bath, Lex? I think that's what you call it, the bachelorette bath. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's just a fucking pool party. Yeah. And uh, but um, Tommy is invited to this thing, and this is something you do when wedding. you get married late in life. If you're not like under 28 and you get married after that, you start doing things like, well, we'll just have co-ed. Well, we'll just have a sober weekend. Well, we'll just go. Uh, we'll play. Uh, we'll go ski shooting in uh, in Colorado. Well, yeah, well right. we'll just. <laughs> Uh, do bumper cars and Coney Island. Like you just start doing like safer, Practical. lamer things, but yeah. things that actually make you happy. Whereas when you're under 28, you go, well, I guess I have to do cocaine off a stripper's butthole. <laughs> or like, I guess I have to walk around with dicks around my neck for seven hours until I throw up in my friend's butthole. <laughs> right. It's just... A lot it, of butthole in that It's sentence. just somewhere, somehow a butthole is going to be grossed out and involved and so naturally it's just nice to see like an adult just be like you know what i just want to fuck around in a pool yeah like that's basically my pool it was them just like drinking and like you know hanging out and whatever and it's the whole shaw's crew and tommy shows up and they're all drinking whatever and tommy is sort of being uh i think i think they're trying to push it to make it (laughs) can i just say i like the idea of tommy showing up and the production crew is like uh, sir, the plumber's not scheduled to be here for another three hours. <laughs> sir, this is a closed set. <laughs> please, please, sir. If you need to get the uh, the sewage drain, please wait until we're done taping, sir. <laughs> and then, like, the one assistant director is like, no, 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 that's Tommy. He's a big part of this. Please be nice to him. So, so Tommy shows up, and I think they're starting to try to plant the seed in people's heads that Tommy, not that he's got cold feet, mm-hmm. but he's... He has cold, flat feet. <laughs> cold, flat feet. <laughs> cold, flat, dead feet. <laughs> Looks like a corpse. Yeah. Um, would you agree with that, Lex, that they're trying to make it seem like he maybe is a little weird about the wedding? No. Okay. Well, in any case, <laughs> somehow, <stuff>. somehow, <laughs> somehow the conversation comes up where uh, MJ says to him, uh, you know, what are you, what are you going to do? Like, why aren't you, you're not going to wear your wedding ring. And Tommy's like, you know, I'm not going to wear the wedding ring. It's annoying. I'm not going to wear it. It's annoying. <laughs> I got no plans. So uh, that brings hey, us to, our- forget about it. I'm not going to wear it. <laughs> so that brings us to our topic conversation. Do men have to wear wedding rings in 2018? Now, Michael, I want to hear your opinion on this. And, and mind you, you are saying this a mere four feet away from your actual girlfriend. Might be less than four feet. Um, I, I think that, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't, but it's weird. Why you wouldn't wear your ring? Yeah, I don't see. Well, I understand why you wouldn't because you want to get that, all that extra Correct pussy. answer. Correct answer. Yeah. Uh, I don't really understand it just because my dad always wore the wedding ring, but it's weird because once he brought it up and said, once Tommy brought it up and said that on the show, I started thinking about it. And I'm pretty much of the age where I could be married. Uh, <laughs> yes, you know? you're over eighteen. Yes, yeah, I'm I'm 29. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it, my if I was my dad, I'd been married for 
three years roughly already. Yeah, but then you're fucking your mom, which is weird. <laughs> if, you're, if you're your dad, then you're fucking your mom. You know I what know. I mean? Like it's kind of a weird <laughs> mental exercise. Yeah. Um, and I I feel like a lot of my peers are like of that age group that either are married or and I just haven't noticed anybody wearing a wedding ring, any yeah. man wearing a wedding ring. Yeah. And I'm sort of trying to figure out if that's if that's being phased out. Interesting. That's the thing. It's like you think it's, it's not, being phased out. I don't know. And for me, it's not like it's not that I would have any problem wearing it. I I would be happy to wear a wedding ring. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't really be a bo- an issue for me. But like, I'm just trying to think to the last time I I remembered seeing a wedding ring on a man's finger, and maybe it's because I hadn't really been looking. And I just never really thought about it, but like I, I feel like it's becoming very common for men to not wear wedding rings. Uh, well, I will say you have only worked. Well, I work in the blue collar place. I, I work in court. I work with a lot of blue collar people. They all got wedding rings, buddy. Do they? They yeah. all do. They all do. It, Interesting. I, I'd say you work in a hip place right now. You're not going to see. And, a lot, and, and there's a lot of young people at Betches, so you're not going to see all that stuff. Whereas I'm with the working class and I'm seeing nothing but rings, big right. solid gold rings the guys are wearing. The, the exact same design for like a thousand years. It's just a gold band. A gold band, a black ring. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it, but here's the thing. I want a diamond ring. Here's the reason. Why, do I you want really? A, yeah, I want just a diamond. A I, I want it to look exactly like my wife's. <laughs> and I want her to spend the same amount of money I have to spend. Three. I want three months salary. And I want it to be hu- a humongous rock, like an embarrassing rock for me. I could see you wearing that. <laughs> just to spite her, just to be like, listen, if I got to pay for this bullshit, you're not getting off with some gold bands. I need something that I can <laughs> hawk also. Yeah, I, I want something. Bad. If this shit goes bad, I want to hawk this and I want to go down to 47th Street and, you know. It is sort of a weird, you know, like deposit, like a return on investment that you could also liquidate if you really needed to yeah. if there was a divorce. Yeah. Um, what? You don't have to give back your engagement ring. It's a gift. It is a gift. No, that's my point. If Justin were to also get an engagement oh, ring. See, it's insurance that you don't get the better end of the deal. If you get me a gold band, you get a gold band for what? A thousand dollars at most? Like that's probably Boring. overpaying. <laughs> but if you get me a diamond, a, a thing that truly lasts forever, I want like eight to ten thousand dollars spent on that yeah i think that's fair you deserve that justin thank you michael that's really sweet of you here's one of the things that got me thinking about the wedding band thing and maybe why it's not oh my god as much you guys cannot see but mike is getting on one knee to propose to his girlfriend <laughs> right now oh my fucking god <laughs> uh he's doing it with the popcorn trick this is horrifying now <laughs> why do you have a tub of popcorn <laughs> You don't have a microphone, Lex. (laughs) She's looking up gold bands to see how little she has to spend on a man. (laughs) This is great. $410 you can get a gold band for. Here's the reason why I don't know that it's going away, but I could see it going away. Uh And I could see a lot of these. Yes, go on. on. Not silly rituals, but traditional rituals kind of going away. Yes. Is because truthfully, all of those, like a wedding band and an engagement ring and all this stuff is really traditionally it's a way to mark your territory yes a wedding band is like basically a man wearing a wedding ring it means you're off limits you know women should respect at this what you're <laughs> laughing and you're like you're so cheap. oh <laughs> she's laughing at, at, at the 
incredibly cheap rate. Uh, what's the cheapest one you found? Have you found below four hundred? One ninety-five. A black wedding band is $195. That is, I could get that tonight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and just put it on my finger and just be like, yep, happily married. The, you know, my girl went out on 295 That's wow. cheaper than sneakers. <laughs> a wedding band. Get, I'd rather you get me a pair of Jordans. Like I would spend too. Spend $400 on a pair of Jordans. The Cactus Jacks are 330 Get me those at least. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so you think it's being phased out? I don't well, think. Here, well, but I'm saying it's a territory. It's a marking of the territory uh-huh, yes, thing. It, it's. But at now it's it's a. I think it's a lot harder to hide in the social media age. Yes. Where that's the huge distinction. Fifteen years ago, ten year, even ten years ago, you didn't have. You know. You had guys just go into bars, and that's how they met women, and that's how they had affairs. And yeah, or, and or could, somebody at work, and if you're somebody at work. They know you're married and they can't Instagram you and like look it up and be yeah. like, oh, there's a picture of his wife or like, oh, the, he's got a kid. Yeah. Like usually you you have to your life kind of coincides with your digital footprint and, and like all that stuff. And, and this, <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> and I'm just saying at this at this like stage of the game and like at this point in time, the old people that like that are past the affair age. Uh-huh. Like my parents are not having affairs at this point. My parents are like well. in their fifties. <laughs> it's, it's, it's old like that. I, people in their forties and shit have affairs. Uh. I feel like that's when you do it. Like 35 to 50 is like when you like, is your affair window. If you're going to do it. Can uh, I just say your mom did DM me? She said, <laughs> What did what, what did she say? Uh, keep your Puerto Rican skin away from my 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 son. She said, "Mr. Perez, is there a Mrs. Perez?" And then she sent me a photo of her her blowing your dad. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> kidding. She didn't I, DM me that much. I do think though that like like the like f- even forty year old people have Instagrams now. Yeah, you know. I, so okay, I, I understand your point. You, your point is it, you have a digital footprint. It's hard. It's hard, it's to, hard to be unsearchable. Your your actual wedding band is your digital footprint. I disagree. I don't really think any of that matters. I think if you're in an open relationship, I don't think you should wear a wedding band. <laughs> well, but this isn't. This it's is, misleading. I guess because in a way, but they're uh, they're not. In a, Tommy and, and MJ are not in an open relationship. I know. So I I. Where did you get open relationships? I don't from? know. I just think it's funny. I was just thinking about the possibilities of like if you're if you're in an open relationship. Sure, then it's but like that's bizarre. a whole different. That's like a curveball into this yeah, whole yeah. thing. I'm talking about. I'm not going to be in an open wedding, open marriage. Well, you never know. I no, I know for sure. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. To my knowledge, I will not be in an open uh, relationship. A voluntarily with open wa- relationship with my wife. Yeah. Yeah. So like that is off the table for me. So I just think a lot of it comes down to the fact that like, like, for. Oh, how many years they've done engagement rings? It was just a way to keep other people away from your wife or husband. I think it's a symbol and a reminder that you are taken. That's what I'm saying, right? Take, it's a, it's a, it's like a, it's a pledge. It's an investment in the yeah, relationship. Yeah, so I, I don't necessarily think it's always an outside. I want to let the outside world know about this. I also think it's a nice reminder of like this is a pledge I've made to her. It, it's sort of like a tattoo and it's a nice piece of thing to look at and to sell once it goes south. Right. Once it goes south, <laughs> that's a way to get your money back. I, 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 I really don't care about, I really don't care about, uh, 
what people do like whatever you whatever works for you if you have a happy marriage without a wedding ring fucking do it man who gives a shit i guess truly if that's what, if that's what works for you to do it then who cares but i personally would want to get a diamond ring that's what i'm going to propose to me. for the one male uh listener noel how are you buddy uh i would say if you ever get married to whoever it is guy girl it doesn't matter both at the same time i don't know your life Noel. i want to know it but i want to know it but uh if you were i would encourage you our one male listener to get a diamond ring from that person to make it a fair exchange and to have something nice to look at and that's my stance so I never even thought about like, did my parents wear wedding rings? Like it didn't even cross my mind until Mike said it. Uh-huh. And now that I'm thinking about it, neither of my parents wore wedding rings. Ooh. Yeah. And swingers. <laughs> they were now, swingers. Oh no. My mom, when she got pregnant with me, her like hands got swollen, obviously. Her hands so, got pregnant too. Yeah, yeah. her hands got <laughs> pregnant. So she like her ring didn't fit and she's like oh i'm gonna go get it resized i'm gonna go get it resized and it just never happened she just was constantly pregnant the entire (laughs) (laughs) and lex is one of 17 siblings (laughs) no but i mean it was always like sitting on her dresser and like it existed but she never wore it and i don't ever remember my dad wearing a wedding ring either and i don't know if he took it off because she wasn't wearing hers or yeah. like what the story is there but i just texted her and asked her because i've never even thought about it and it was just never a thing and everyone obviously knew they were married but yeah. i don't know i've never thought about that do you and and are they still together yeah they're still together they've been married 27 years See, it works for them it, rings are rings are nothing if your relationship is good you can wear a cock ring around your finger <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah. you can wear like a bottle cap it, it doesn't make a difference it just matters the strength of your relationship it's just a traditional thing that who, who gives a shit yeah and actually this year in july was their 27th wedding anniversary and he bought her a new ring he, yeah he <laughs> another thing he, for her to not wear <laughs> no she returned it she was like you know what i'd rather just go get my original diamond in a new setting and wow. blah 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 and she's she's that's totally something i would do but <laughs> yeah i don't know if she ever i don't know i'm really curious now we'll have to keep you guys updated not that you care my parents thing is my parent my mom wore her engagement ring and her wedding ring for a while and then i just i think she just wears one of them now and my stepdad has his wedding band which is i mean i think it's made out of pennies it's, it looks so cheap <laughs> <laughs> it's really like coming well, apart we know now the market is very uh scarce for yeah. uh w- wedding bands for men oh my god yeah, well, listen, I think that's it's, the biggest scam the devil ever pulled. I'd is, say it's bad, yeah. I think that's the one aspect where men really have it bad, you know? Jewelry? Jewelry, yeah. yeah. Like, we really got screwed on the uh, the wedding ban. Yeah. Yeah, it's also weird for men to wear jewelry, which sucks because I love jewelry. I would get a big fucking gold chain if I had enough money. I think someone should get, because I'm not saying this because you're Italian. I'm saying this because you're Italian and you yeah i'd say if, if someone were to get you a wedding band it would have to be a pinky ring i'm fine with that <laughs> see i would wear it that would be great just a, a along big, with all my track suits and <laughs> yeah all right folks well <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first oh uh, no we thank oh, you oh so- wait 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 hold on I, I figured out the thing i wanted to talk about what we have a few minutes left uh i did a poll on my instagram at at the fart box uh-huh. about whether I should take Propecia, which are anti-baldness pills. 
Are you going bald? Motherfucker, I'm going bald. I'm going bald. The day is coming. The time is coming. I'm going bald. And now, Propecia is a prescribed by a doctor medication. And here is the uh, the cons for not uh, for not taking for this. For not having hair or for... No, the cons for not having hair is like pure unhappiness, yeah. murmurs, snickers. Looking bad. Looking bad. Yeah. Uh, not going in the pool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Suicidal thoughts. Uh, yeah. So I, I made a list of pros and cons on uh, Instagram. Uh, some of the cons are, uh, this is according to <laughs> to their website. Uh, if you take Propecia, it's uh, impetus. Okay. Uh, trouble having an orgasm. Well, that's nothing new. <laughs> Swelling in your hand and or feet. Uh, weakness, just general weakness. Okay. And then abnormal ejaculation, which is like cool. You, you're walking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I I made a list of pros. If I take if I take uh, Propecia, uh, impotence. Trouble having an orgasm, swelling in your hands and feet, weakness, <laughs> abnormal ejaculation, folks. I'll be here all week. Your next comic coming to the stage all the way from the Catskills. <laughs> oh, no. To the attic. <laughs> hide me. Hide me. Freeze. It's the hack police. <laughs> no. You're going to jail. You'll never take me. So anyway, so I'm debating if I should take these pills. I, uh, I would have to go to the doctor. I'd have to have this em- embarrassing sentence where I say, can I... T- <laughs> I'm real paranoid about being ugly for the last two years of me being in shape and I really want to uh, take these pills so I'm debating taking them Mike do you think I should take them uh, let me see the top of your head <laughs> I don't have a bald spot it's just getting thin in the front it's getting thin right here it's not I don't have like a, a Manu Ginobili no I wouldn't take them wow no I'm not trying Rogaine they why have- don't you take a microphone uh, it's all right. I'll I'll I'll, I, here's, here's I'll how explain I feel. what she said. Just, uh, <laughs> Justin, here's how I feel. Yeah, uh, I ahead. think I don't think that you're. I guess it's a little thin. It's, up it's, top. Th- it's thinning up in the front, just but in the front. You're getting older. <laughs> uh, Me, I'm getting older. <laughs> no. Here's how I always looked at it because I have I have a really I have some have said the best head of hair in comedy. Um, <laughs> was that you making that noise? Or was that the hack police coming for me? <laughs> uh, there was a uh, a rumor going around that I had the best hair around. Uh, I think that, that might be true, but I always thought that <laughs> if Christ. if the hair if my hair started to go, yeah. what I would do I would do the Stanley Tucci, uh, which means I would get like I would let my I would literally go completely bald, like yeah. shave my head completely, yeah. like okay, like. Like penis skin. Yeah, I understand soft. what you mean by shave your head bald. <laughs> yeah, and then I would I have glasses. I would wear the glasses and I would grow like a beard. Uh huh. The way Stanley Tucci, he looks very distinguished and very like. Yeah. And I think that I would do that. And I think that's what you should do. You should hang on to what you've got until it gets too until much. Until I can't. And then just get rid of all of it, and then Tucci that bitch up. Well, I think what I'll do is I'll wait. I'll 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 just let it go. And then I'll shave my head. I think it's a great idea. And then I will kill myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, I'll probably just take something. Uh, a friend of mine, I'm not going to reveal his identity, 
messaged me on Instagram very recently mm. and said, do keeps, which is a, apparently a pill. Mm-hmm. It works. And I had no side effects at all. And I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take something called keeps, which is not Propecia. I don't know how they've figured out something better. Don't take pills, dude. Don't put take stuff pills. in your body that like, dude, you trust pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Have they ever lied to us, Michael? <laughs> Come on. Fair point. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I'm really hairy everywhere else, and uh, uh, our one male fan. Uh, I feel like this ed- this episode is dedicated to Noel Holloway. Yeah, very man heavy shit. Yeah, he said, um, "Tell the hair in your body to go back on your head where it belongs." So. That's what I wish. I'm a hairy man, and I, just, I wish you went back to the top From of my head. your lips to God's ears, Noel. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, that's it. It was been a, a, a jagged, all-over-the-place episode. <laughs> if of, you could keep up with this, with the zigzag, like the constellations, yeah, really proud of you guys. Yeah, this has been a, an eclectic episode of uh, Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. We appreciate you listening. You can find me uh, on social media at Mike Coscarelli on Twitter and Instagram. Justin. You can find me at The Fart Box on Instagram and at Justin Perez on Twitter. We can also email the show. You can email us. Uh, our email address is thewhippedboys at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-W-H-I-P-P-E-D-B-O-Y-S at gmail.com because <laughs> uh, we are whipped. Uh, and you can follow our social media account. Uh, shit, my GF makes me watch. And we have a Twitter account that we've never used. I've used it. It's it's uh, shit, my GF makes me. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter, please follow us. You guys are great. Mahalo, s- salam, salam. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Peace. We'll see you next week. Bye.